I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hello, Stephanie. Hello, Carrie. (laughs) It's like an announcer at a soccer game or something. And here's Stephanie with her review. (laughs) I just took a drink. (laughs) And you did that. Oh, I guess it's oh, um we haven't recorded enough and now I feel like <laughs> I feel like I got to add to it. Oh my goodness. Well, we're here to review the first week of Hallmark Christmas. Oh, see it's not just me. It's it's no. you too. Okay. So well, I you know, bounce off the energy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are here to review and we've got two movies we did not watch Under the Christmas Sky. Um, if you want to hear about our plan for the year, you have to go back to preview episode one for this holiday season. And we talk about what we're doing there. But I did start it. And I only got like 50, I got to the sneak peek. It seems kind of cute. I'm not hating it. I really like her brother. He should be in more <laughs> movies. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I mean, I recorded it, so I know I'll be watching it probably tonight, but, you know. Yeah. Nothing official. Okay, so for Checking It Twice, this is the movie with, is it Kate? Is that what her name is? (laughs) Kate? Catherine? Kim. Kim. There we go. Sorry, my brain just quit Do I need to read the thingy? Sure, go for it. I didn't pull it up. Okay. Ooh, Carrie. All right, checking it twice, had Kim Matula and Kevin McGarry, and he is a hockey player who falls for a real estate agent who is in a career crisis when he's traded to her hometown and moves into the cottage in her hockey-loving family's backyard. You know, I was thinking during this movie, though, that this, the summary I felt like didn't fit the movie, but I guess maybe, I don't know what else they could have written for it. <laughs> well, it's like a very high-level I mean, yeah, but it wasn't a big deal that he was staying in her family's backyard. Like, that's not why they kept running into each other or anything. No, and it's not like I kind of expected them to hate each other. And then he's Mm -hmm. living in the backyard, kind of like, what was that movie? The Christmas sweater one? Never Never kiss a man in a Christmas sweater? Yeah, weren't they living in homes, like, next to each other or whatever, and... They were they were like enemies to lovers kind of thing. I don't remember that being enemies. I think I've only watched it the one time. I thought she was letting him stay like above her garage or something because she accidentally hit him with a tree and injured him. Oh yeah, and he but he was very curmudgeonly. Mm. Well, I'll, I think I'm going to rewatch it this year because I did record it because I'm like it's been a while. Okay. Well, Either you can way, let me know if I'm right or not. <laughs> I know. Either way, I thought that him being in such close proximity and living in her family's cottage would mean something, and it really had no part of the plot. No bearing on it, <laughs> other than the fact that they shared a cab and found out that they were going to the same place. Yeah. But that was but literally that, the only thing. There was not even like a, them running into each other in the backyard or anything like that. Mm-mm. Yeah. So. Whatever. Okay. So what did you think for set? I gave it a two. Nothing stood out crazy to me. I don't like when we're in airports, which kind of served like a double purpose in this movie. So just a two. 
I mean, I gave it a three. I think nothing stood out to me. What was interesting about the airport to me was the little section where they had tables that looked like the inside of a plane cabin. I don't want to feel like I'm inside of a plane when I have yet to get on my plane. I spend enough time on the plane. You know what, though? I thought those were kind of cute. (laughs) I was like, that's different. It was different. (laughs) I would not have sat there. I think if it had been like a plane museum or something, that would be really Mm -hmm. cute. But if I'm going to go spend six hours on a flight, I don't want to sit at that table that feels like I'm inside of a plane. That makes sense. But that's really the only thing that stood out to me. I will say, though, there was a nod to one of my movies that I love, Angel of Christmas. The girl in that movie, their family does an outdoor Christmas tree. They don't do an indoor Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. So she had this outdoor Christmas tree that her dad let her had her help plant and now it's grown really tall but what I found funny is they were standing in front of a Christmas tree and he's like you don't do Christmas trees inside and she's like never heard of that and there's like one in the background (laughs) she was being funny she was being funny it was funny I just thought it was even funnier the fact that she's literally standing in front of one (laughs) oh I did like the outdoor ice rink I thought that was fun okay but yeah Moving All right. on. Style. I gave it a three. I mean, Kevin looked like a hockey player. Kim looked super cute with her um, winter caps with the big palms on the top. I that, loved like, those. Basically eclipsed your head. Um, <laughs> I thought that was fun. So I gave it a three. I didn't actually like her hair really I in did. the beginning. Like it was very straight and flat. And I feel like it makes her look like a totally different person with straight hair in this movie compared to last year's movie. Okay. I actually wrote down, I really liked her. I I gave it a four, by the way, because I did like Mm -hmm. how she looked, but it was the hair that got me. I, and I wrote down, I really liked her ghost of Christmas always look last year. And I think it was for me, the flatness of the straight, but the middle part. Mm. (laughs) But middle part is what's in. It is what's in, but I'm side a millennial. Side part is, you know, I yeah. like a side part. But <laughs> um, I also really liked her, the cider party dress that she had. You didn't really get to see it at the cider party. But then when she went to visit her friend at the real estate office afterwards, you got a really good glimpse of it. It was really cute. Mm. So. I don't remember the dress. So. You should be ashamed. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Storyline. I gave it a I four. I gave it a three. Four? Okay. I think I liked this better than everybody else. I, I don't know. Ah, you were just primed for Christmas, and so you're like, yeah, because this movie didn't like suck horribly. You well, know? and I haven't watched Hallmark movies in a while. I, I thought I liked the story. I really thought that... I liked the fact that the conflict was not really a conflict. There was no, like, fight. There was no, like, miscommunication. There was no, like, these things that were like, why do these have to happen? And these stupid, why can't people just be adults? They Mm -hmm. didn't act like it's the end of the world that she lives in Chicago and he's going to live in there. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, it was a very adult situation and... And I thought there were lots of really funny parts, specifically with Kim. I thought she was very funny in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really liked the ending. I think it would have been better with a flash forward. 
<laughs> but I did really like the ending. So Kim was the best part of this movie. No, she was the best part of this movie. I I agree. But I liked like the end where he shows up and she's at the airport. I don't know how she knew who knew she was there, but mm-hmm. that doesn't matter. And um and then they get to share an air uh, the the cab home and he they both say the address together like they did the first time. So yeah, I guess that was cute. <laughs> I just didn't feel the romance between them at all. Aww. Like, I did not feel like they were falling in love. I could see, like, Kim was great. But Kevin, I really hated Kevin's character, honestly. Because oh. he really annoyed me. He didn't seem mature at all. He was just stuck on... You know, I'm going to be a hockey player. I'm going to be an NHL hockey player. And I know they tried to wrap it around this whole, like, make my dad proud and I got to live up to this legacy thing. But they have done that way better in other movies. And this movie, he just seemed like a conceited jerk. And pretty much all the way to the end was still like, I want to be a hockey player. I'm no, I don't want to be a coach. Looked down on coaching the entire time. Never felt like he ever got around to being like, oh, this would actually be good. And then we were just supposed to expect like, oh, yeah, he would just dump his opportunity to play hockey and coach and come back to the small town because he loves her and her family. I just did not buy it at all. So this couple would not last, period. Which normally we don't like ever think about, and it's not like exactly what I go for in these movies. But I couldn't believe even for a moment that they were in love. Hate, hate, hated his character. I didn't hate his character. I also felt like, and maybe this is me having turned 40, okay? I felt like it was not as much about the dad as much as it was about the time clock on the age situation. Now, the, the dad definitely paid into it, and I actually really hated the dad's character. If I was going to pick one character, mm-hmm. that would be the character that I hated. Oh, and the brother-in-law, he was very over the top. He needed to tone it down The not. brother-in-law, I thought he was kind of funny. But then in the whole competition stuff, I felt like he was still playful, funny, serious. But then Kevin's character was like actually too serious and kind of mean. He in threw my a mind. temper tantrum when he lost. Yeah, but... I felt like Kevin would have done the same thing. I don't know. Kevin's character just really bothered me. I didn't understand that competition part at all. um, Because I would have expected that competition in the situation where the brother-in-law was not the brother-in-law, but the old love interest that she used to Mm -hmm. date. And then they're acting like little kids competing for her. That's what that scene felt like. It felt, I didn't Mm -hmm. like that scene at all. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it either. But I did feel like going back to the thing. I I felt like it was. A, I felt like he was struggling with the fact that the time is coming there. He's going to have to quit, and he doesn't have hardly any opportunities left anymore. And the thing about the coaching didn't bother me because his dad had talked so down about it. He said, "My dad told me those who can't do coach," and so he's like, "If I give in to this idea of coaching, then I have." given into this idea that I'm no good. And then you see the dad at the end who doesn't even want to say anything about his family. He wants to talk about his team. That was a horrible dad. 
Yeah, the dad was bad. Still didn't buy Kevin's attitude and the reasons why. I liked Kevin. I think in this he one. is a lot more than like his dad than he. They tried to put off. <laughs> but whatever. Okay, stars. What did you give it? Now that you hated Kevin in this. <laughs> well, I knocked off an entire point for him, so I gave it a four. Because Kim really sold this entire movie. And otherwise, I liked her family. (laughs) I gave it a five, which I know you're going to be shocked about. I actually did really like Kevin, though. I did hear, though, that Boston-y wedding accent coming in every once in a while. I was like, maybe he wasn't trying to do a Boston accent. Maybe he just sounds like that all the time. I didn't get it. I have never heard that before (laughs) until those Wedding Veil movies. And then I heard it in this one. I was like, what? It wasn't this? all the time, but it was occasionally it would like come in there and I was like, Kevin, what, yeah. man, what you doing, man? And it was terrible. I was like, oh, oh, no, thank yeah. you. No, so what, thank you. What did you give it for Christmas? I gave it a two. Didn't feel very Christmassy to me either. Like his whole attitude was never, he, he seemed like he never came around to the holiday feels. Always had an attitude on his face. Okay. I could see that. I, I could be convinced. I put it at a three. But okay, I mean, I so, don't think it was super Christmassy. This felt like more of almost like a. This could have just been a winter movie where they were doing yep. a winter fest instead of a mm-hmm. Christmas thing, and it would have been a fine winter movie. Yep, a fine winter hockey movie. But I gave it a love. Did you give it a love? I did give it a love for Kim. <laughs> so it's a middling love, but an all the way love for Kim. All right, that's how it fell. Yeah. I didn't hate this movie, but doesn't sound like I it. Love it. <laughs> I hated his character, but I otherwise it was fine. Middle of the road. I don't know what I've seen the sister in, but I like the sister too. Yeah, me too. She was really pretty. I like. She her was hair. really pretty. She should have a movie of her own. <laughs> Maybe someday. All right. So then next we watched. Where are you, Christmas? With Lindsay Fonseca, Michael Rady, Jim O'Hare, and Julie Warner. When Addie wishes for a year without Christmas, she wakes up in a world of black and white. She must work together with the town mechanic to restore Christmas. Okay. So, set. I gave it a three. It, it was fine. I gave it a two. It was not appealing, and the whole black and white thing didn't help. So, two. Uh, what's funny is you gave it that for the the set. Mm-hmm. I noted the black and white in the style rating. Oh, I I put it there too. Okay, <laughs> it affected the whole movie. <laughs> so what did you give it for style? A two. Okay, I gave it a three. Okay. I did. I felt like it felt really weird though, with some people in black and white and some people not. Or, like, some people in color and everything else in black and white. It was very, very weird. Hallmark was really trying to do something technologically challenging for them, I think. I can, on one hand, appreciate it. But on the other hand, don't do it again. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't love, it, love that. I mean, I did appreciate the fact... I mean, this is getting into storyline. But, like, mm-hmm. how the people like became back into color. I liked that mm-hmm. concept. I just feel like the execution of it was hard yeah. visually to watch. Yeah. 
I feel like they needed to put more contrast between the black and white and add like some kind of grainy filter or something to give it a classic feel instead of what it was. Kind of like that episode of Charmed where Phoebe goes back to being a 50s housewife. Like when she changes it, it it like does like a shh, like a, (laughs) I hope I didn't scare people. Sorry. Like a... (laughs) Uh, what's that called? Static, you know, on the yeah. screen, you know how mm-hmm. when you just flip, used to flip channels, it would make that little staticky noise or whatever and have, mm-hmm. so they did that on Charmed. They should have done that here. Okay. Kind of like yeah. where you're making it like retro feeling, mm-hmm. but maybe they were trying not to go retro, like Pleasantville retro, even though it definitely felt like Pleasantville, but yeah, you know, it just didn't work. Okay. So storyline, since we're there. I gave it a four. I gave it a four also. Okay. Because the storyline was actually decent. You know, with the whole, I really liked her whole thing with her dad and how we got around all that. Like, I actually kind of teared up at the end with her whole conversation with her dad. And this feeling of, you know, joy at Christmas and that whole thing. So I appreciated the actual storyline, but the gimmick of the black and white thing just really brought it down. And like they didn't need the gimmicky part of that because it could have been a sweet story without it. Right. And I felt really teary eyed um, with like when Michael Rady remembered his dad and they did the flashbacks. I really liked the Mm -hmm. flashbacks. Michael Rady. In the black jacket and the gray scarf and the sunglasses and the hat. Mm -hmm. That was hilarious to me. I was like, oh my gosh, he looks like an emoji or something walking around (laughs) in real life. But I guess that the idea of the visualization of him being in color and everybody else being in black and white. Like, if they had not had that, there would not have been that obvious, oh, this person is in the Christmas spirit be, um, unless the person normally wears like Chris, like I could see if you were doing like an over the overabundance of Christmas where everybody's mm-hmm. literally head to toe dressed in like Christmas sweaters and blah, blah, blah. And then there's one person who's like normal or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But how do you do, I think the black and white was meant to use as a visual aid to know how the Christmas spirit is spreading. <laughs> and yeah. I just didn't care for that. I also think they tried to toe a line between humor and seriousness. And Mm -hmm. I don't quite think they hit that because Michael, I'm trying to think. I don't recall him in anything really funny. He's very good at his serious, heartfelt characters, which he was, again, in this movie for the most part, except for the few funny lines they tried to throw him in the bits and like Lindsay and like I just felt like they should have leaned more into the serious stuff and maybe could have been a Hallmark Movies and Mysteries but then the black and white thing I think is what made it lighter somehow I don't Uh know I didn't think there was a good balance I will say this is going into stars (laughs) I keep moving us along moving us along I gave it a four for stars, but 
I would go with five, but there were two things that I really did not like. And I think this ties mm-hmm. into the two points, the point that you're making one way, I think directly and one day way indirectly. So the first one is sometimes Lindsay was a lot. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time I found out that I, I thought she was fine, but, and, and there was humor in it and I liked it, but there were parts where it was just so over the top that the humor wasn't well done. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of like the opposite of how I feel about Ashley Williams. You know, when she's huh. in the ones that were where they let her comedy really shine. Yeah. I like those movies better. I felt like this was like the opposite of that. And then the mm-hmm. other part that I did not like. I did not like Michael Rady's character for the vast majority of this movie. At the end, I liked him fine. But... Mm. From when he, like, I liked him fine when you first met him. You didn't know anything about him. It was fine. But then the look in his eyes, he just looked like a weepy, sad, like, he just looked so, like a sad little puppy dog the whole time. (laughs) And I was like, come on, Michael. (laughs) Like, you you want guys to have emotion and you want them to be sensitive, but then there's a, like, a line. I felt like that line was crossed. For most mm. of this movie. I didn't get super sad or weepy. I got very grumpy and standoffish. Which oh. I guess kind of made sense. I I don't know. His character didn't bother me that much. We're opposites today. So, yeah. Uh, what did you give this for stars? Because I just said I gave it a four. I gave it a give? five because I love Michael. I like Lindsay. I really liked her parents. I just love the guy who plays her dad because he was in Parks and Rec. So that always makes me happy when I see him. Oh, I didn't even watch that show. I'm missing out. So I gave it a five. (laughs) All right. Well, different strokes for different folks. I know. And then Christmas, I gave it a three. And most of that is for Christmas feels and not for decoration. Because obviously this was black and white and not very colorful for most of the time. (laughs) Okay. I am the I'm complete opposite of you. I actually gave this a five for Christmas because of Christmas magic. What? Oh my god. And I really did enjoy the whole the way that they did remembering the joy situation going through the diff- the mm-hmm. town and the different people. I really like that. Also, I thought the car situation where she's like, fine, I'm just gonna go to Chicago and ends up back in the town magically was hilarious. I loved that part. I did think that was funny. I didn't expect that to happen. I don't know what I expected, but that was funny. I don't know either. I was like maybe expecting like she couldn't get through the bridge or something like like her car wouldn't go any further or something. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I really liked that. I thought that I thought that that was like a different. It was almost like Groundhog's Day, <laughs> but not a whole day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did mark this movie as a love. It's a middling love because. I liked the story if I take apart the black and white sections. <laughs> if, I do, uh, if I block that out, because the green screen was terrible. See, absolutely I didn't, terrible. I didn't feel like it was a green screen. Sometimes it felt like they weren't even in the same room when they were acting together. Like they filmed them separately. Oh, maybe they did that. I felt like, though, in post-editing, they just made things black and white and they selected like a person and... Or or whatever. There was a green screen in there some a couple of times. 
Anyway, I marked it as a love also. There you go. It was a fun We loved term. the first weekend. It's a yes. middling, almost reluctant love, but <laughs> but it's there, guys. It's there. <laughs> okay. So next up is our preview. Is this right? The preview episode. Yeah. Week three. This will be week three. Good grief. We're already in week three. Not yet. So, We're in week two right now. Well, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so you can stand. Stand? No. You can stay up to date with us by following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to us. You can also find us on Instagram, although we've been slacking there. And yeah. Follow us, like us, rate us, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.